Ben Ooten is the director of music and organist at Christ Episcopal Church in Charlotte, where he works with various professional and volunteer choirs and leads musical activities. He has been in the Charlotte area a long time uh, before serving at Christ Church. He was director of music and organist at St. Peter's Episcopal Church for 25 years. And it's nice to have uh, Ben in the studio today. Ben, thanks for coming by. Rachel, thank you so much for having me. Well, since you are an organist and a choir director, I thought it would be interesting to hear what you have to say about Bach. I'd love to hear what he means to you as an organist or in both of those capacities. Well, Bach, oh my goodness, Bach means that's very foundational for me. I remember the very first piece of Bach I ever learned was the hymn and the hymnal, O Sacred Head, Sore Wounded. Then right after that, my first piece of organ music by Bach was the Toccata and Fugue in D minor. As a young teenager, I was very excited by the drama of that piece. Since then, oh, Bach is just sort of the, the jumping off place for all that we do, especially as an organist doing liturgies, dealing with hymns and congregational song. Um, it's, it's pretty fundamental to life for me. Can you talk a little bit about why or how it's a jumping off point um, for those of us who are not, you know, who are lay people and don't, you know, maybe aren't immersed in our music? So the thing about Bach, to me, in my humble opinion, uh, Bach is an example of the variety of structures that music can inhabit that always work. Fugues, for example, to take a single idea and put it through a variety of lenses is like telling a story from multiple perspectives. You get a deep understanding of that particular tune, that particular motive, as you hear it go through its paces. The other thing about Bach is that it it's for a church musician like myself, it's based on theology. It's based on chorales that represent texts that have deep meaning. Bach also is one of those composers whose music says so much more than the literal notes on the page and that expands on the texts of the chorales or just simply of his instrumental music. Um, it's glorious. It's thought-provoking. It's energizing. It causes reflection. It's opportunities for meditation. The opening to Cantata 129 is one of the most joyful pieces I know. And the first time I heard it was on a synthesizer being performed by someone named Wendy Carlos. Uh, That's my very first recollection of Bach. So... From the time I was a very young teenager until now, it has been the center of my musical life. What is uh, Sunday morning like for you since you, you know, you're working in the church and and getting up? Do you have time to eat breakfast? Do you? Is it? Tell you what, Sunday mornings start really early for me because I have to be ready to go by eight o'clock. But breakfast is very important to me also because I have to have a big enough breakfast that it'll sustain me from 8 o'clock until 12.30. 
and that won't make me groggy by the 845 service. (laughs) So it's a fine balance, but because I really enjoy food, it's something that I usually think about before the time arrives. So any tips for how to avoid that 845 slump? Yes, stay away from the carbs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 that's what I try to do. But, you know, eggs, bacon, there's plenty to enjoy there without having to have a biscuit before you go to work. So you would recommend having the biscuit at lunchtime? Absolutely. When church is out, it's Katie bar the door. (laughs) Well, Ben, thank you so much for stopping in and chatting with us today. Oh, it's absolutely my pleasure. I hope you get a biscuit at the appropriate hour. Thank you. You can be sure I will.